0: This is the Big Dave Podcast. Friday morning on B105. It's time for the Sweet and Spicy Truth game. The game's all here, including the large one, Grover Collins, who is ready to fire the first question this morning. Hey, Stat. Good morning. Hey, what's up, bud? You and your family play a
1: lot of UNO, a lot of board games <laughs> yeah. in general, from yeah. what I've heard over the years. Do you ever cheat?
2: Oh, my gosh. No, not staff. Didn't, oh, never, never. <laughs> only when I'm caught.
3: Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's only cheating when you're caught. Well, uh, right.
2: What do they say in NASCAR? If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's yeah. right. Yeah, uh, and I'll be honest with you. We played dominoes just last night, and I cheated to lose to get the game over with so I could go to bed. I was so tired. Wait, uh, how, how do you cheat to lose? Uh, I deliberately, like, held on to dominoes and let my wife win. Like I, I don't know. He, he want to go to bed. He didn't want to win. You're just Yeah, I'm like this? at this point, I'm I'm tired. I'm just gonna let her win. Let's get this over with so I can go to bed. And Dom- I cheated to lose.
4: Isn't Dominance a game that you could kind of just leave on the table and come back to? The next yeah,
2: day, I guess, yeah. But not my wife when she she's winning. A yeah, when mm. she's winning, she wants to let yeah. that roll yeah. continue, and I'm like, all right. Fine. It's just like
0: the Super Bowl the other night. You know, I couldn't go to bed when it went into overtime, even though I was getting up in four hours. I'm like, I got to see how yeah. this thing ends. Yeah.
2: I feel that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, right. I, I'm a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this was for Ashley. Okay, you're a brunette, but when was the last blonde moment you had? <laughs>
4: Well, speaking of the Super Bowl, I was at a party and uh, this guy's house. He's like a big North Carolina fan, so he has different like signs on his wall. Whatever, about,
0: like the Tar Heels.
4: Yes. Okay. Like a, a neon sign, and then you know those signs that are like a cutout of a state, and then they have holes in it where you put bottle caps and you fill up the yeah. state. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know. I'm just not thinking because yeah, I'm born and raised in Kentucky. I'm like, your Kentucky sign's upside down. And he goes... (laughs) That's because it's North Carolina. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I never looked at it like that, but it does kind of look like
4: an upside down right Kentucky. Thank you. Please do it. Oh, I felt man. like such an We're idiot. We're going to
1: put this on our Facebook page right now so you can get a visual. You know what? <laughs> I, I applaud you for telling that story on the air. because But I also oh, see... I also you're, see...
4: <laughs> you're applauding me because I'm an idiot. You're like you just oh, you're willing to
0: no. talk about on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Tell I just, me right now. I'm holding up right now and Yes, help. if you turn Kentucky upside down, it's, it's, North, it's Carolina. North Carolina. If you, yeah,
4: Grover, look at it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's <laughs> <insane>. <laughs> look at it. So I thought I, that, it. I thought it's I Seinfeld. it fell. Yeah,
2: yeah. All <laughs> the North Carolina stuff around it. I didn't see any of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <all right. laughs> hey, thank you for being vulnerable, Ashley. That's uh, funny. That's a funny <laughs> story. <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> okay, Dave. What's the one thing you could never give up for Lent?
0: Mm. Do you even participate in Lent? Well, I've yeah, I've done it before, yeah. And I'm, I mean, Sounds like a good Catholic to <laughs> me. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not Catholic. I did it once in but 94. You don't, you don't I know you're Catholic, not. It's like, why would you yeah. even, if you're but not Catholic? Other
2: church, churches do
0: it too. Yeah, I mean, they do? I gave up God, sugar right. one year. That was tough. Sugar? Yeah. Yeah, that was because the doctors gave you orders to give up no. sugar, right? No, what's funny <laughs> is I gave up sugar, and Chip and Tim from Graders were like, hey, uh, can you stop talking about that on the air? Because then you're in a commercial for us telling everybody how much you love our ice cream.
4: Anyway, <laughs> back to the question. What's one thing you could never give up? Huh. Um, oh, my gosh. What? Well, you already know I want to, like, challenge you to something. No, What? Your Diet Mountain
2: Dew. Uh, that's where yeah. I thought you were going,
0: yeah? Would you
4: do it? Oh, my God. What if I give you a prize? Do we have a prize?
0: <laughs> Listen, there's <laughs> no prize you could afford that would tempt me. R- you, to that.
4: Could you do it, though? Well, why would I give could up? Could you do it? No, I
0: don't want to give up Diet Mountain Dew. No, it's my coffee. You- would like, you give up your coffee for a month and no have no caffeine when you came in here? In this the morning? isn't about me. This is well, your. No, question. you made it yeah. about you when you took
1: over and said, "I what got did a challenge do? for Can't you." Can't do it. I did it for a week on a bet down the hall when I used to be on Q and o too, and it was the worst. Mm-hmm. I did it because I'm not going to lose a bet. Huh? But I hated it. The third day, I was having withdrawals. You having headaches too headaches, I've mm-hmm. shakes. Do they say uh, not that I've ever done cocaine. I have never done cocaine. Wow, they this said They said turn. quitting caffeine is harder than quitting cocaine is what I've read.
4: Well, you're addicted to sugar. And, and again, do caffeine. Diet. Yeah. yeah.
2: So you didn't like drink mellow yellow. No,
1: diet I zero or caffeine for a week. The wow. third day was
0: oh, awful.
4: Okay, so maybe oh. don't do it. No, what's no, what's I'm, one thing you could give up?
0: Uh this conversation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll mean, read Grover I mean. is. Okay. <laughs> uh, You and Holly have been empty nesters for a few weeks now. What's the craziest thing you've done? I
1: nothing really. I, you know, I miss her because I have one less person help me take the dogs out. <laughs> But (laughs) my God, if there could be anything more dead than this, I told Holly this that I, and she could tell I was legitimately excited about this. And I got the eye roll, and Ashley, feel free to eye roll me on this. Uh I'm excited next month after she's been gone a complete month to see my power and water bill. and you How much oh. it's going to go down oh, without her there, flushing and showering and doing laundry and <laughs> charging phones, uh, charging and phones, phones, and and phones and and her yeah. TV on all the time. Yes. Did, did you save the months, the previous yeah. months, one so you can have something to refer to? It's all online, yeah. So I can. Come on, see Dave. It's my, 24. Oh, you're really
2: looking forward to this.
4: Do <laughs> You think it's going to be like that significant? I don't know. I'm. Very I think you're going to find hmm. out that it's Holly's the problem. Yeah, it might
2: be. <laughs> it very
1: well might be. Well, I mean, but, we leave our TV on our bedroom all the time for the dogs. She thinks this. Just keep some company. Look, I have no sir, proof. We do of that this. in our house too. I yeah. don't
0: get it, but we do it. Let's be honest. If you look at that family lined up, who's the one that's having a double flush?
1: Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. I got a toto, buddy. I'm
0: good. <laughs> The Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show, uh, Sweet and Spicy Truth. Ashley, the brunette, admitted her blonde moment that happened at a Super Bowl party.
4: Yeah, there was a sign on the wall, one of those wooden signs, like the shape of a state that you put bottle caps in. Mm-hmm. And I thought their Kentucky sign was upside down. And I'm like, bro, your Kentucky sign's mm-hmm. upside down. And he's like, that's because it's North Carolina.
0: Yeah. Uh, all the other, you know, North Carolina Tar Heel memorabilia around I the bar there didn't it. tip her off I to that. Didn't. But uh, So you're not alone, we're finding out. And our own traffic queen, Denise Johnson, joins us now. Denise, what
5: happened to you? Uh, I guess that's what I get for telling Ashley, right? I did the same thing, but it wasn't that. I actually bought a, a Christmas present, and it was supposed to be a hat with the shape of Kentucky on it, and I bought the wrong hat. So <laughs> it was, I bought it in North, North Carolina. I mean, it was, you know, I mean, it looked the same. I don't know. I just glanced at it. It was a shape like that, and I, I bought it. <laughs> we opened it up Christmas. He put it on his head, and we were looking at it, I was like, that isn't Kentucky <laughs> so everybody made fun of me I was like I don't know, well, <laughs> you know now what? wait a minute
4: Denise when I saw this shape on the wall <laughs> like it's just a brown like cut out image when you bought the hat <laughs> what color was it? it was a brown cut
5: out image <laughs> what? Oh, okay so it didn't oh, have the silhouette.
4: Kentucky blue or the North Carolina blue because those are significantly different
5: no, it didn't. It was just literally a green or a brown blob on this hat. I think it was a green hat. But, uh, you know, and he put it on. He didn't notice right away either. He put it on his head and was wearing it. And I'm like, everybody at the even at the house was like, wait a minute. That's not Kentucky. And <laughs> we all started looking at it. I'm like, what? It's what we're about. What yeah. state? Well,
0: just, you know, it'd be still be a good gift have him just do a headstand. You know, with the oh, oh, man. So many people are commenting on this. It's insane.
4: Yeah, I shared the image over on our B105 and Big Dave Show Facebook pages. And, okay, let's see. Gina says, I see it, Ashley. LOL. Shell says, I'm originally from North Carolina and it kind of looks like one of the drawings from elementary school. And Brian oh. says, maybe if I cross my eyes and squint, I can see it.
0: All righty. <laughs> maybe not a total blonde moment then.
4: Exactly. Yeah, just not alone.
0: Yeah. Just an Ashley moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. More the big dave podcast a few weeks ago Statman uh, was out at one of these uh hop shop bathrooms the disco bathroom where you press a button it says don't press this button but you press the button oh
2: everybody does exactly what the sign says not, not to, to, to do, do. yeah <laughs> and
0: it's crazy and uh you caught up which one were you at uh, i was at the one right by king's island with
2: a guy named hemi all right Tell us about Hop Shops Disco Bathroom. Well, the idea came from
1: uh, our vice president, Damon Bale. He's the brainchild of this. And people come in
2: just to push the button. It's a blast. When you go <laughs> in there, you get to see the lights spin. You get to have a good time, and it's just a nice little joyful piece of someone's day. You're gonna have a good time in the bath? That just sounds weird. Here, let's party, y'all! Oh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> lights and Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh, Hemi, do people just start dancing in the bathroom? They do. They make TikTok videos and share them with everybody. Look at the disco balls. Has anybody tried to rent this out for a party? Not yet, but we're welcome to the idea.
0: <laughs> and uh, there was one big event, finally, at the uh, Hop Shop in Verona on Valentine's Day. And it involved a marriage between uh, Lauren or uh, Logan Abney and Tiana Aylstock of Dry Ridge, they got married in the bathroom <laughs> at the hop shop there in Verona. <laughs> and Tiana joins us now. Good morning, Tiana. Good morning. Congratulations. Oh, are yeah, or in order, I guess, you're now married.
5: Yes. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Tell us, how did it
4: go? (laughs) How did it come about? It
5: was actually very, very fun. Um, The hop shop made it a very fun environment. We had an absolute blast. It was definitely not what I expected, personally.
2: Did you guys, like, meet in a bathroom, and that's why you got married in a bathroom?
4: How could they meet in a bathroom? (laughs) Well, when you
2: go to a concert, women are coming in the men's room (laughs) all the time to go to the party. Maybe that was, I don't know. You tell us, how did you and Logan meet?
5: Um, Me and Logan actually met through a mutual friend, um, and we ended up hitting it off almost immediately. But I work here, and that's kind of how it got brought up. There's
4: no way they could charge you then, right? I mean, this had to be like a free venue. You work there.
5: Correct. And then your manager, he actually is the one that married you guys? Yes, he is ordained, and he actually used to own a chapel and do marriages prior to his job working at the hop shop. So he actually ended up marrying us, and he's great. We absolutely love him. So I was pretty happy to have him be the ordained minister. That's a big deal.
2: Now, when you hit the button, what song played? Because each Hop Shop has a different song that plays.
5: Um, I actually do not remember what song it was. Logan is the one who picked it Um, because we had to pick between a certain amount of songs. Um, (laughs) But I could not remember off the top of my head what it was.
0: That's all right. Tiana, when you were a little girl and like lots of little girls dreaming of your big wedding day, did you ever picture it in the bathroom of a convenience store?
5: No, I did not. (laughs) I did not at all. I thought it was going to be weird. And we were going to have people make fun of us. And I personally don't care because I had an absolute blast on my wedding day. And they made it so comfortable. And I had a really good time. I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm just thankful to be married. And I'm really thankful that nothing really went wrong. Everything went according to plan. I was just happy and all.
4: So getting married at like a gas station. I mean, are you eating like the gas station pizza or those like hot dog Tostado thingies that
5: rotate? roller dogs. What did you eat? Um, we actually ended up just having cake, and then we went out to eat afterwards. The we had a, a nothing bundt cake, I think is what it's called, Ooh, and it was red velvet great. with cheese yeah. on it. Oh, it was so good! It was delicious.
0: So, how many people, Tiana, were inside the restroom there <laughs> at the Hop Shop in Verona when you and Logan said "I do"?
5: So physically inside the restroom, it was me and Logan, and then Dave, the ordained minister, and one of my bosses, and then two of my other bosses recording and taking pictures, Ann and Chris.
0: And that's it. Oh, my
5: goodness. That's a lot of people in one bathroom. That's all that's inside the bathroom.
2: Did you get married Mm -hmm. in the men's or the women's restroom?
5: We actually got married in the men's restroom because it was bigger. They only have one stall and then the two urinals on the side, and the women's restroom was a little smaller to accommodate everybody to fit in there.
4: Were there toilet paper streamers? No, there was not. <laughs> well, yeah, but well, but know, the like wedding cake
2: it. wasn't urinal cake.
4: Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was
5: disco balls. Well, well uh,
0: congratulations <laughs> to Logan and you, Tiana, and a many happy years ahead for you guys. You have a wedding that you'll never forget, no doubt
4: about it. For sure, for sure. Congratulations. Thank you. I really appreciate it.
1: More of the Big Dave podcast.
0: It was right last night, and this morning we got Colby in the courtroom. And before we start, Colby, I just want to say that uh, you are a beyond handsome man, and you have a a dynamite voice, and those are compliments. And this is what this is all about today.
3: Well, thank you. (laughs) I've never seen you I've heard of you, but go right ahead. All right. Well, uh, so I wanted to talk about, you know, the situation that's going on with my girlfriend. Um, We've been dating, you know, just for a few months. You know, took her out for Valentine's Day, and here's the thing: she doesn't take compliments well, like at all. So, like you know, I'll I'll tell her like, "Oh wow, you look you know you look really beautiful in that dress." She'll be like, oh, yeah, it's 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 old, you know." (laughs) Oh, oh, is it this old thing? thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or like, you know, I, like I uh, she kind of wore her hair a little bit different, and I really liked it. I was like, oh, wow, your hair looks so beautiful like that. She's just like, oh, I don't know if I really like this or not. I'm just, uh, I'm not totally sold on it, and it's just like, uh, it, it's one of those things where it's just like, every time I give her a compliment, she just kind of, like, brushes it off and almost kind of puts herself down, and, you know, I'm not giving her compliments just for the sake of it. Like, I really feel that way, and... And I'm kind of at the point right now where it's like, should I just stop? Because, you know, am I making her uncomfortable by, like, kind of praising her like that? Or or should I have, like, a conversation with her about it? Because I'm worried if I bring it up and talk to her about it. Like, that is just not going to go very well. Like, like I don't know. What do you guys think?
2: Man, I feel for you because I, I kind of am a little bit like your girlfriend. I made a card for my wife. And I point out all the flaws that I you know, oh, oh I yeah. messed up here or whatever. Yeah. And it, my wife didn't see any of
4: that. No, neither did we. We were like looking at your card online and yeah. we're like, yeah. Well, we're all our own worst critic. I don't you know.
2: know why I do that. And I don't know why your girlfriend does it either, but uh don't stop is what I'm saying. Oh,
4: okay. <laughs> but I guess it could get like a little frustrating. Of like you are flattering this person or trying to, or maybe this is your love language and it's just not hers. So uh, are you? F- are you like? I know you're trying to possibly back away, but do you find yourself like getting frustrated with her? or Like, what is the feeling there? Or you just like want to beat it into her head? Like you are so cute. Like why can't you just see it?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just like yeah. Just like you know, you know, take the take the compliment because you know when you somebody a compliment i mean i think you're trying to make them you know feel good and 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 it doesn't ever feel like that's really what ends up happening mm. so i wonder like is it should i just stop or is it, is it like is it worse to just like not be as complimentary or is it worse to like bring it up to her and and you know maybe risk that turn it into like a whole thing
2: do you find yourself internalizing this like you you almost feel like an she makes you feel like a moron because you said she's beautiful and she's like, no, I am not. I am not beautiful, and you <laughs> feel like
3: bad. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Like, like I don't know. And it, and it kind of makes me feel bad for her. Like, you know, like, like that. Yeah, maybe I mean, her self esteem is really low.
4: It's coming off like an insecurity almost because you know she's projecting mm. what she thinks. Like, you can't control her reaction. You can only control you, obviously. In any situation, and
2: maybe you have bad taste and don't know what a good woman looks like. Whoa! Whoa! When you say that, hey, <laughs> it, it comes out as you're just lying yeah. to her by
3: saying these compliments. Oh my <laughs> God,
0: Colby, do you have a closing uh, statement before we go to the jury here?
3: No, I don't think so. I guess I just... I guess the main thing is, is like, should I stop giving so many compliments, or should I bring it up?
0: Okay, well, Stat, you kind of already said where you're at, but go ahead. Yeah,
2: basically, don't stop. Just because she has something to say after your compliment, she's still hearing your compliment, and she needs to know that you find her attractive and beautiful. So even if it's, uh, you know, knocks you down a notch after she has a comment, just don't think about it. Just move on, I guess. Say the nice things and move on.
4: Well said, Stat. Uh, I'm going to say, continue the compliments, but maybe... You know, like open communication. Talk to her about it because if it's bothering you now, it's not going to go away. This is not, it's not going to, one day she's just not going to be like accepting. Maybe try to find out why, you know, she is the way she is and maybe that'll lead to like an in-depth conversation and who knows, maybe you can figure it out. Or go super south. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I'm just going to say, you know, I mean, compliments go both ways. I mean, and people, I, I'll never forget the, one of the most uncomfortable moments in my life or times was the, the first time here at B105 when uh, we won an ACM. Uh-huh. It was the first one. And everybody wanted to come up and talk to me about it and compliment the show and the station. And I was just very uncomfortable about that. But uh, it, it just was weird because I was like, oh, OK, thank you. But, I, you know, so some people are just like that. Yeah. And they don't know how to take it. It, I would say I would recommend pumping the brakes on them a little bit, and maybe just say, "All right, save them for special moments, and try to just you know dole them out more efficiently and not as much. See and see where it goes from there.
4: I wouldn't take his advice. Just say okay,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but let's see what they yeah. think at seven forty nine B one hundred five, and also through the B one hundred five app. Okay,
3: all right, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. More of
0: the Big Dave podcast.
6: I do challenge our fans. We got outstanding fans to, you know, to drink one more drink and rush in the stadium and, and be as loud as you can humanly possibly be.
0: Now, that was uh, Zach Taylor uh, earlier this season here. B one oh five. That was hey we were we a playoff push. Come on, we can get them in here. Be drunk and, and and you know in the past Bengals fans have always kind of been up there in the uh
4: well drunkest fans in the nfl (laughs) but we've fallen off we have and i feel like like, just last year we were number one okay and i'm like oh no now we're not even in like you know playoffs or super bowl and now we're not even drunk either all right who are the
0: most (laughs) drunk fans then now
4: well they're saying uh we'll start number five the new orleans saints okay four atlanta falcons Mm -hmm. three indy Number two, Pittsburgh. Oh. And number one, the drunkest fans in the NFL, the Tennessee Titans.
0: Man, so we lost to them?
4: Yeah, and I'm like, wasn't their season cut pretty short too?
0: Well, I mean, they didn't have a very good season this year. I didn't think no, so it either. sounds like they had a reason to drink, <laughs> or oh. at least when, maybe it's when <laughs> like <laughs> Ashley and Sude go down there for games, and they, they count them. That is the away fans that are
4: coming <laughs> yeah, in. That, you know? That's a solid point. We so definitely the, frequented. did. They say
0: who the least drunkest fans
4: are. Yeah, they uh, they did. Number five, the Chargers. Number four, the Baltimore Ravens. Number three, the Giants. Two, the Commanders. Number one. NFL fans that drink the least alcohol, the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. Really, the Chiefs? Well, it's probably because would... they're all freezing out there.
0: Well, uh, no, it's because <laughs> Travis Kelsey drank it all. Yeah, it <laughs> sounds like he's always drunk it. But what what I'm saying is though. At no point in this conversation did we mention the the team that seems to have the craziest tailgating, where you went. Oh, yeah. Buffalo.
4: Buffalo Bills. Bills that is the monthly, yeah. craziest tailgate I've ever been to in my life. Bowling ball shots, uh, uh, Jumping filing table. cabinet pizza. <laughs> yeah. What are they doing there? Yeah, maybe uh, maybe they were overlooked because I feel like they would take number one.
0: (laughs) They might have just retired them and said, "No one, you're the champ. Uh, Let's let other people have a shot."
4: So hopefully next season uh, the Bengals will be back in us.
0: All right, let's drink to
4: that the big
0: Dave podcast b105 the Big Dave show uh, coming up tomorrow and Sunday at truest arena campus of NKU it's the hot Wheels monster trucks
4: oh cool
0: lot of fun and of course a uh, statman is out there right now and stat you're with Bigfoot yes the driver of the legendary Bigfoot monster truck Cody Smith is with me good morning Cody good
2: morning how are you you're a young guy how did you end up becoming the driver of
6: Bigfoot? So for me, I uh, I was a, a mechanic uh, at a Ford dealership before I started into monster trucks, uh, but it's different for everybody. So um, my my experience is a little bit different than a lot of other people's, but yeah, that's how I got into it. And what is the coolest thing you got to drive this truck over top of? Uh, so we, we always are crushing cars. So I don't even know how many cars I've crushed within the year and a half that I've been driving them, but uh, like <laughs> 600 or 700 cars so far. Now, now say I want to drive a monster truck. What do I got to do to get Uh behind the wheel? Like I said, it's a little bit different for everybody, but uh, for for some teams, you got to have a a CDL and mechanic experience. Then it also comes with the experience of being with the monster truck, of uh, just learning the ropes around it, and then you get the chance to possibly get into a seat.
2: Now, this is the glow-in-the-dark Hot Wheels Monster Truck live rally. What's it
6: like driving in the dark? This is uh, Hot Wheels Monster Truck's live glow party. So, uh, like, like you said, we bring the lights down, and then we light it up with spotlights and uh, lasers and stuff. Totally different experience <laughs> than what, what you would see at any other Monster Truck show.
2: And, and there's more than just Bigfoot here. What are some of the other trucks you got running around?
6: Hot Wheels 5 Alarm. We got uh, Bone Shaker, Tiger Shark. Demo Derby, Rex, Megarex, and then and then Bigfoot. Then we also got some X guys that'll be jumping during intermission time, and a, a car eating dinosaur.
2: I want to know about <laughs> this monster truck fire engine. How cool would that be? Has it, it ever put out fires? No, it hasn't put out
3: any <laughs> fires,
2: but the,
6: the Hot Wheels 5 alarm is a pretty cool looking truck. Pretty cool. Yeah.
2: It's always fun for families to come down. You can get tickets. That's the truest arena.com or ticketmaster.com. Cody, thank you so much for having me out today. Thank you for coming out.
0: Be a great time with the kids. No doubt about it. It's eight 40 more of the big Dave podcast. Getting our good vibes going here, Ashley. Uh, did you take the school bus when you were a little girl?
4: You know what? for Thomas Schools, they didn't have school buses.
0: So you never got that experience? Nope. I did. Uh, growing up, I remember the school bus drivers I had. Uh, one of them, Bart. You know, he he was like a very colorful guy, always <laughs> had something fun to say, joking around. Uh, they're a very important part of kids' lives. And uh, Larry Farish in Louisville is a bus driver for Inglewood Elementary there. And uh, he knows this better than anybody. A
6: lot of times, we're the first person after their parents leave that they see. And we're the last person they see before they go home. So we can make a big difference in a child's life just by saying good morning.
0: And Larry lives by those words as a school bus driver. In fact, uh, he is getting national recognition today for something wonderful that he did with one of his passengers, a first grader there at Inglewood Elementary, six-year-old Levi Carrier. Uh, every day when Levi gets on the bus, The first person he sees, of course, is Larry, the bus driver there, and they have a very special thing they do, a little Spider-Man handshake that they have.
4: That's adorable.
0: That's their thing. But last Friday, when Levi got on the bus, Larry could tell something was wrong immediately because he walked right past him, did not do the Spider-Man handshake. Oh, no. And Larry was, of course, worried about little Levi.
6: I asked him, I was like, what's going on? What happened? I'm thinking something may have happened on the bus stop. And he simply looked up and said, I don't have pajamas.
4: Did he say that he doesn't have pajamas?
0: Yes, that's what he said. Because last Friday at Inglewood Elementary there, it was pajama day. And little Levi realized... That he did not have pajamas and was very upset because he saw all the other kids. With already, their
4: cool, you know, yeah, different kind of... Already
0: on the sex. bus with them, yeah. Aww. So he was very sad that he was going to be excluded, he thinks, from Pajama Day. So Larry takes them all to school, drops them off, and immediately goes to the store and buys a pair of pajamas
3: I'm going to gonna take, cry. I know. <laughs>
0: buys a pair of pajamas and takes them back to the school, goes in. They bring Levi out of class, and he gives them the pajamas and says, here, now you're, you've got your pajamas too. Go have a great day.
4: You can fit in, and you don't have to worry about it.
5: hmm
4: How selfless.
0: It, a wonderful example of going above and beyond from bus driver Larry Farish. And uh, they asked Levi what he thinks about his bus driver, Larry that he's kind and that his heart is filled with joy. Oh my, oh my gosh. Stop with this good vibes this morning, <laughs> please. It's the sweetest one in a long time. That's so cute. I love it. So to Larry Farish and Levi Carrier, happy pajama days in the future, guys. And thank you for the good vibes this morning. Me.
1: B105. Big Dave
0: Podcast.
3: It's the Big Dave Show, Dad Joke of the Day on B105.
0: And this morning we've got Devin, she's from Burlington, she has got her boys in the car taking them to Goodridge Elementary. Good morning, Devin. Good morning. So you worked all night? I did. Where do you work?
6: I work at the United States Playing Card Company. Oh,
0: Oh, how about that? Well... Got an ace in the hole for us this morning? Hopefully. All right, let's have that dad joke.
5: What do prisoners use to call each other?
0: I don't know. What What do prisoners prisoners use to call call each each other?
5: other? Cell phones.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Come on. How obvious is that? (laughs) Devin, have a great day there and uh, keep on making those cards, girl.
4: Thank you. Have a good one. More of the Big Dave
0: Podcast. Time to get another member into the B-105 Country Club right now. And today we welcome in from Lawrenceburg, Indiana, Tommy Hensler in. Good morning, Tommy. Good morning, gang. So, dude, you are without a doubt one of the biggest fans of B-105. I don't think there's any question here.
3: Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, I'd say 40-plus years. I've been listening, when starting out with my dad, driving around in his old pickup truck when I was young.
4: We've been a part of your life forever.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, that's exactly how Luke Combs ended up recording Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. He drove around with his dad in his pickup truck. He had that cassette, and they listened to it over and over again. It was his favorite song. So just like that, you listen to B105 with your dad, and now it's still your favorite.
3: That is correct.
0: And
2: I also see on your application here, you raced motorcycles for 20 years. Wow, you survived.
3: Yep, I I raced flat track for uh, 20 years, started when I was uh, 8 years old. Eight? And um, then real then realized I had to actually get a real job and start actually doing a <laughs> of working. Um, and my son started racing when he was nine, I believe. And my he gosh. still races. He's 21. He, he still races at the Hamilton County Fairgrounds in the summertime on Saturdays for the fun of it. You guys
4: like the thrill.
3: Yes, we do.
0: How many bones did you break when you were doing the motorcycle racing?
3: I was pretty lucky. God looked over me. I just, I broke both my collarbones one time.
4: But I find this really interesting that you, you know, were like a little bit of a daredevil. And now what do you do for work?
3: I am a regional safety and operator trainer for ProLift Toyota.
4: Isn't that kind of funny that now you're in charge of like safety?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. That's uh, hilarious. I, I certify people to operate equipment,
0: so. Do as I cool. say, not as I did kind of guy there, Tommy. Hey.
3: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, awesome.
0: You're going to get your B-105 Country Club jersey. No doubt after 40 years of listening, you have earned it. The only thing left to do is get your song on. What do you want to hear right now on the B? Let's do Blake Shelton's God's Country. Oh, that's yeah, a good stuff. one. All righty. Let's go, and welcome to the B-105 Country Club, Tommy Hens. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave podcast, B-105.com.